Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. As we head closer to 100 episodes, I would just like to pause to appreciate what an incredible five months it has been since launching on 30th of April this year. Celebrating on Wednesday, the 30th of September this week, a triple celebration for me. Five months since launching, 90 episodes released, and it was International Podcast Day. A whirlwind of guests have appeared on the show, and the impact their show has had has been astounding. I could never have expected what could have been achieved in such a short space of time, and also what ripple effect has occurred since, the results of which I may never even know. What I do know is that there are some incredible people out there who have stepped forward to share their stories, and I am incredibly grateful to them for doing so. And on the receiving end, I want to thank all of you for tuning in. The show is now being downloaded in 59 countries, which is unbelievable. Here I am based in my home office in the outskirts of London and people are tuning in from 39 different states in the US, 10 different areas of France across the whole of Australia and the whole of the UK, different parts of India, up to 10 there, and 14 different parts of Spain, just to name a few countries. It's a little surreal to be connected to so many people without actually knowing who they all are, just where they're based, but it's pretty cool. Anyway, thank you to everyone out there who's supporting the show. Episode 100 is nearing and I have something very special which I will be sharing with you soon. Back to my reflections and observations episode today. Here are the latest six episodes. First up is episode 86, Creative Evolution with Sam Farrow. What a roller coaster Sam took us on. She lulled us into the safe world of graphic design And then with her incredible power of storytelling, she shared a traumatic experience of being thrown and dragged along a country road by her frightened horse. It was such a dramatic retelling of the story that I'm sitting here with goosebumps just thinking about it again. Sam shares how her love for art was inspired by a teacher, having had a miserable year prior with a teacher who she felt took an instant dislike to her. It's incredible how people can shape us and affect us like this. And hearing Sam's voice change when she switched between the two teachers was like night and day. Can you remember your inspirational teachers or those that were perhaps the opposite? I can. Coincidentally, it was my art teacher, Mrs. Jones, who was an inspiration to me, a great ally and a challenger too. She pushed me out of my comfort zone, reminded me not to rest on my laurels, to work smarter, not just harder, and think outside of the box. I remember she used to set us creative titles for our art projects, such as mackerel and marbles, or soldiers and staircases. I can picture all of these different pieces that I used to work on for GCSE and A-level. I also remember receiving a test back on colour. I think I was about 11 or 12 and I hadn't actually done the work for it. So seeing that nine out of 22, I smiled back at her embarrassed. She said in a flash, smiles won't get you everywhere, Amy. Great advice. 
Smiles will only get you so far. Working smart will certainly back you up. Back to Sam, her creative world opened up and she knew that her craft would involve the combination of color, imagery and words. And with the aid of her beloved Mac or her Labrador as she referred to it, her career as a graphic designer was born. Next episode up was Take the Next Step with Michael Budenseek. Michael contacted me way back in June because he saw my podcast show up in the top charts in the US. First, he invited me onto his show, Bald Business, The Naked Truth in Entrepreneurship. I checked it out and agreed to be a guest. And if you're curious to check it out, it's episode 15 and I've put the link in the show notes. As a personal trainer and fitness coach, Michael believes that he's privileged to be in a profession where he is able to truly change the whole person. Taking people from their lowest low to their highest high in their life, he helps them with nutrition and exercise and listens to their problems and works on behaviour management. Michael believes that exercise is powerful as it gives you the courage and strength to take on the world. And speaking to Michael on health and fitness and about the whole person, it reminded me of something that Deepak Chopra shares in his book, The Soul of Leadership. He says, you might think that taking care of your body is so basic that it should come first on the list. I've placed it last for a reason. Your body isn't a machine made of flesh and blood. Seen from the soul level, it is the projection of your consciousness. In fact, it is the most complete projection of who you are, more so than your thoughts, feelings and words which come and go. Your body is a constant projection of you in the world. Every cell eavesdrops on your thoughts. You cannot respond to the world without affecting your tissues and organs. Without a body, you cannot connect to the universe. Therefore, your body is a vehicle of your evolution. He goes on to say, however, it brings you closer to a simple truth. Your body exists to serve you, but it can only give what it has to give, no more. If you see your body as consciousness that has taken material form, it's clear that it has much more to give you through its awareness. The physical gift of awareness is present when the body is light, bright, flexible, energized, balanced, and quick to respond. Since these are all qualities you want as a leader, one way to have them is by taking responsibility for your body. Taking responsibility powerful words for me and ones which resonate so much that I raised the question in this episode and echoed it again in last week's newsletter where I focused on health. Here's my question. Where will you live tomorrow if you don't take care of your body today? It's a sobering thought. I'll let that sit for a moment. Are you taking your health for granted? because you only have one body, so I recommend you take care of it. But it's not that easy sometimes. You know what you should do. However, it's often hard to separate what you want in the long term from what you want right now. Why is that? You're in a constant battle between instant and deferred gratification. So despite knowing what makes you comfortable today might make you uncomfortable later, it doesn't always sit there. Cardio is best for losing weight, they say. Cut out the carbs, eat lots of fruit, they say. Fat is bad for you, they say. Are these myths or are these facts? Well, it depends. 
because everyone is unique. So what works for one person may not work for another. We are bombarded with conflicting advice and information from every direction, every social media platform, every TV advert, every billboard, every magazine or newspaper article. We're told what to eat, what to drink, how often to exercise and how much sleep we should have. But what do we actually need? What do you need? What combination of relaxation, sleep, meditation, nutrition, exercise and fun actually works for you? I suggest you make it a priority to find out what works best for you and your whole body, your mental, spiritual and physical needs. Remember, take care of your body today because there isn't another one available. Next up is episode 88, Create Your Own Luck with Ryan Carruthers. And I'd like to say thanks to Helen Chorley for introducing us. Ryan and I instantly hit it off talking off air and the energy followed us straight into the episode. From property sourcing to building portfolios, from creating memberships to founding trading communities, Ryan has created his own luck through his deep understanding of how to tap into both his potential and the potential of others, which really helps him and others to excel in business. Automatically protecting the downside in his approach to business and life, he calls himself a student of the game. And in his game, he lives a life of his own design and never breaks his own strict rules. What rules do you set for yourself in life and how do they serve you? Often they're outdated and actually may long, no longer apply. This is an exercise that I set with my coaching clients to review their values, notice their boundaries, their beliefs, and the rules that they may have set themselves. Interesting and powerful when we realize that we are in control of our own life. We create our own rules, we create our own luck. Now Ryan understood this from an early age, that he could talk to anyone, and as a result, he built an entire business or several businesses off the back of forming strong relationships with people because he focused on how he could help others. He understood his strengths, he leveraged out his weaknesses and he spots opportunities. Not just does he spot them, but he's able to act upon them, recognising the importance of capacity. I guess that's where the rules come back into play. And he comments that life is only 30% events and 70% how you handle them. And his solution, which is a great one, is to surround yourself with good people and ask for help if he doesn't know the answer. Well, I take that advice on board, Ryan, thank you. I'm never afraid to reach out to ask for help to help solve a problem for me. Next up, episode 89, School of Nature with Lara Cowan. We recorded Lara's episode way back in April before the podcast had even been launched. And as it was not scheduled for a release for a couple of months because I had recorded so many episodes, Lara reached out to me and said, could we actually record a new episode? She shared that as a result of recording the original episode together, things had changed. She'd had an epiphany. The process of recording had been a cathartic exercise for her, reaffirming that she realised she could manifest a dream which she had been nurturing for years and now was the perfect time to do so during lockdown. So we re-recorded the episode back in July and I shared it this week. Again, since then, her dream has continued to become a reality 
and I was delighted to share her story with the audience. It had been a force of nature, being in the form of COVID, that forced Lara into deep reflection and meditation, which in turn enabled her to focus on building a school of nature, the school of her dreams. She talks of the work she will do with horses, using them as therapy. She shared how fearful horses are, yet how they offer trust and friendship. This takes me back to Sam Farrow's episode where her horse was so spooked by the snapping of branches and led to a horrific, life-changing accident. What Sam also shared was how her horse came back to get close to her while she was lying in the road, waiting to be airlifted to hospital. Despite being fearful, horses are incredible. They're powerful healers, and Lara looks to use them in her school. Echoing the words of Nigel Risner, Lara also talks of forgiveness, of love, of healing, and of living your truth, as that is the best favour we can do for the world. Forgiveness releases us from our own form of prison and enables us to move on free from our own story. This leads me nicely on to episode 90, Silence Speaks, with Professor Laura Serrant, OBE. Laura says, we've all got stories to tell and we've all got a voice. If we don't use our voice and tell our own stories, other people will speak for us. And at best, they'll mistell our stories and get it wrong. But at worst, they'll render us silent. Laura is by far means not silent. She's travelled the world to speak up and enabled her voice to be heard. She's spent a lifetime speaking of diversity and equity. She's focused on health and health inequalities. And she's introduced many policies during her career which have given people a better chance of health and life. Starting out in nursing over 35 years ago, Laura charts her journey throughout this evolving period of medicine and the politics that she's been involved with in terms of the distribution of three key resources, time, support and investment. I found it fascinating to hear how people's lives are in the balance of the distribution of these resources. Time, support and investment each affect our health and our life chances with a lesser or greater chance of our well-being. I'd not really considered the politics of health before until speaking with Laura and then seeing the reality of what she was describing in, in a webinar I attended on Tuesday this week. This webinar was held by Parkinson's UK and the topic was diversity and inclusion, changing the structural norm. One of the four panellists was 35-year-old Omatola Thomas, who has Parkinson's, and she spoke of the privilege of living in the UK and having access to the drugs she needs. She talks about why she founded Parkinson's Africa as she wants to improve the lives of Africans affected by Parkinson's disease and provide information, education, support and healthcare resources to alter the current landscape of Parkinson's disease in Africa. An incredible mission that Omatola has set herself on. Laura and I talk also about how she was instrumental in writing policies for HIV and AIDS, contributing to the first HIV and sexual health policy for England in 2001. And 17 years later, in 2018, Laura was awarded an OBE for services to nursing and health policy. Hearing her share what she's done over the last 35 years, it is no surprise to me and is incredibly well deserved. Final episode for review today is episode 91, Make a Difference with Richard Little. 
Again, thank you for the kind introduction to Richard from Helen Chorley. For Richard, at his stage of life, his why is all about making a difference, a positive difference. Richard talks of the importance of understanding the why of those around you, whether that's your family, your inner circle or your team, because it is the why which allows you the ability to manage them and get the best out of them. For Richard, he believes that choice feeds the why, because if you've got a choice, you can pick and choose your why. For him, choice and why are linked. The why is about gaining that choice. It's whatever you need to do to create that choice. It comes two ways. It comes from baby steps, doing things in increments and in giant leaps. And they're the things where he's engineered and managed them. The key for Richard is having that choice and making that choice. And along with choice, caution and challenges are the main themes of this discussion. Often referring to himself as a hyper-realist, Richard is keen to instill balance to people who are looking to enter into the property industry. It's a tough industry to enter into and people get wooed into thinking there's a fortune to be made. And this is really not the reality. And Richard spends a lot of time trying to spread the word of caution as he has been involved in property development, land planning and construction for 44 years. The many mistakes made and successes achieved during this time have given Richard a wide ranging knowledge of the residential development industry. Through his writing in sector publications and speaking at events or on podcasts just like this, he often talks about the realities of property development, the best ways to maximise land values and how investors can minimise their risks. With over 3,000 units completed, I would say he's experienced enough for you to heed these words of wisdom from him. And on that note, that's it for me today. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. But before I go, I have a small favour to ask. Please could you share the Focus on Why podcast with someone who you think would enjoy it? Perhaps post about it on social media or just DM them the link of the podcast and mention why they might enjoy tuning in and what value they would get out of it. I really appreciate it. Spreading the word of mouth is the best way to pass on great news and great podcasts. So thank you in advance for sharing the benefits of Focus and Why. Enjoy your day. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.